0: guys. I'm John. And I'm Kevin. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger,
1: the podcast where we take a long, hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action flicks and breaking them all the way down. All the way to some uncomfortable levels of (laughs) minutiae. Episode three of RoboCop. This is episode three of RoboCop. He's RoboCop is on the street. He's busting heads. He's he's preventing crimes. He's had a couple of successful encounters like everything's going by the book. Would RoboCop has been have been
0: as intimidating if his voice sounded like Mr. Spell? Give me an impression.
1: <laughs> Give me a little dead or alive. Dead you're or alive. You're coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably not. I imagine also like the robot from. Uh, contemporary movie Rocky <laughs> four happy birthday, Polly and are alive. You're coming with me. Yeah, no, I think the cop, I think the baddies would just laugh their asses. That's off. right. So
0: yeah, when we last left RoboCop, he is kicking ass and taking names. He's, he's saved a potential, uh, victim of an attempted rape. He is, um, he's
1: saved, uh, some store couple. owners. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, he's doing good work in the early goings. Feel like now he's just sort of cruising with his swag up, that's around right. Detroit I feel like he's got his theme Song bumping That's right we I the imagine he plays the that song. On this Like over the loudspeaker From his car That's what's Like plays at my office When yeah, I enter When you enter yeah. It's very triumphant well, Hero music like, And then <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> um, He gets called To a hostage crisis oh. at, at City Hall Oh my right? god where former, there's a, a former, I guess, city councilman or city something. City councilman he's, Ron Miller is holding up the mayor. He's got the mayor held hostage. Apparently this was halfway inspired by like the Harvey Milk. Oh, interesting. Thing. Yeah, which was somewhat recent news when the f- script first started being worked on, yeah, I guess. I don't remember if there was a hostage <coughs>
0: situation, but it definitely was, yeah, there was a, the shooting. I think the guy who the killed, suicide. yeah,
1: yeah, killed it was. two people. So apparently that inspired the screenwriters to some extent. Um they say that any shot where you get to see Robocop like getting in or out of a car, he didn't have his Robocop pants on. Like he didn't have his leg armor. That makes sense. They said you just literally couldn't sit he couldn't go from sitting to standing or standing to sitting while wearing the armor. Good. I'm glad. So so if you notice he'll he'll always be hidden behind the car door and then they'll cut to he's already seated. Love it. Or whatever. It's just a little it. of that movie magic, right? That's some good work. Um The fact that the SWAT leader like, so SWAT leader, he doesn't like oh, Robocop God. showing up. Well, yeah, he's so that
0: Miller's in negotiations with the stereotypically inept 1980s movie
1: asshole cop who's running the scene, right? I feel like this guy came straight from Nakatomi Tower. Um, yeah, <laughs> to here. from right now. Yeah, or, they, they
0: sent him. Yeah, he was he left this scene and was went to Nakatomi. Nakatomi so, <laughs> yeah, the perp uh, Miller requests some coffee and then some pretty other ridiculous things like a new election.
1: He's, I, I said, I want to recount, and no matter what happens, happens, I still want to win. He wants, he wants his
0: old job back, he wants a new yeah. office, and he wants a car that goes fast, has shitty gas mileage, and has cruise control. So
1: yeah. A, a they try to give him that, that, the 6,000 sucks, yes. the 6,000 right, SUX. Which is a great name. It's so funny to me that the SWAT leader is also like taunting the gunman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah, we'll even throw in a, yeah, we'll a punk. <laughs> He's like, don't fuck with me. Well,
0: so, so it seems that, that like that remark was enough for the guy. He was about to splatter the, the,
1: yeah, he got the mayor and the he's like we'll see if you think this is funny so, yeah, right?
0: robocop in that time shows up you're right sorry about that
1: and he's like he's robocop's entered the building already now and he's like he sees he can see with his like thermal vision he can right. see the bodies through the wall from the next room over and he's sort of able to just reach right through the wall and grab the gunman and yank him through and i think that this along with uh you guys talked about it in the predator
0: episodes that this is like early fodder for video game like Thermal vision of like shoot them
1: up stuff like now, that. Now this is the stuff of dreams for nerds everywhere. It's awesome. They said on this movie the the thermal shots aren't actually like any type of thermal technology. They just took the actors, put them in like apparently they said they were naked, huh. painted them black and like painted them with fluorescent paint and shown like a black light. And that's how they did the thermal look. What? It's pretty awesome if that's true. Yeah, I think it looks looks good. Yeah, it looks legit. It looked really, yeah, it looked authentic as hell. Way to go, you guys. That's impressive stuff and he he punches the dude right out the
0: window yeah he grabs to the wall yanks miller through the the sheetrock and
1: punches him out the window we <laughs> presume to his death of course he probably busts his head on the steps and like it's another one of those like verhoven sort of commentary on the time that all the cameramen like rush forward to get the close-up of the moment of, of the, impact yeah, yeah, like the terrible. moment of death uh yeah. Oh, and that's when it cuts straight f- to another newscast where that's like the lead story, right? Oh, Lisa Gibbons. <clears throat> <Okay>. Hello. <laughs> and then you also see Robocop visiting school kids. Stay out of trouble. Yeah. The <laughs> kids are like wilding out about Robocop, which uh-huh. as you would. Yeah. I mean, then uh, then we see the commercial for the Nukem board game, which is kind of like Battleship.
0: Pakistan is threatening my border.
1: It's like, yeah, it's like Battleship, but it's about, like, global thermonuclear <laughs> war. <laughs> it's like, that's it. I'm cutting off your raid, buddy. But for the no. whole family,
0: the whole family can enjoy thermonuclear warfare.
1: Lots. What's weird so is, so, clearly great. one, either the father-daughter or the mother-son team won. Yeah. But both are just celebrating and hugging when the game well, ends. <laughs> in the
0: end, everyone dies a nuclear holocaust. So
1: everyone's a winner. Yeah. Or a loser. I don't know. And then the newscasters blow say that the Delta to city construction is about to it's commence. going forward because right. crime has been cut way down by RoboCop being like such a badass And here we hear the figure of an estimated 1 million new jobs yeah which is weird because they'd been saying 2 million but yeah, two, either the, figure, the figure seems pretty high Yeah, we're not sure where those people are coming <laughs> from maybe from China oh and interestingly in, in opposition of the last newscast we saw like this one we see Bob Morton is like the face of OCP on the news very interesting. That is like, it's accurate. kind of like Dick Jones has been pushed out. Yeah. Bob Morton
0: is, is talking on the news about how crime he guarantees will be gone in old Detroit in 40,
1: 40 days. days. He's like, there's a new sheriff in town basically. Yeah. Right. And his name's RoboCop. And his name is RoboCop. <laughs> that's, um, that's actually interesting about the, the million new jobs in
0: Delta city. Um, there's a like huge effort going on in Detroit. Lots of revitalization efforts. Um, like the, the company that owns uh, like TurboTax Quicken, that company came and and really helped the downtown area of Detroit and and the last that I had heard was that and you'll be surprised by this probably not at all but the Chinese were coming in and buying there were like in like deals in the works to buy tons of acreage to be to build like cities within Detroit like like major infrastructure plans similar to like Delta, Delta City. City, yeah.
1: Okay, I know there was the whole thing with I think the mayor was talking about a new Detroit, yeah. And that's when like there became that movement to build a big RoboCop, build RoboCop statue, statue to like, yeah. I mean, that's pretty I feel awesome. Like every every. Like, state needs a RoboCop statue. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the Rocky statue in Philly, yeah, right? Exactly. It's, it it's belongs iconic.
0: there. It's iconic. It does belong there, 100%. Uh, so, so, yeah, uh, you were saying that Morton star is kind of on the rise.
1: Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it used to be, I guess, yeah, Jones used to be the guy being quoted on the news, and now it's Morton, right? And we hear now that uh, Bobby is a, a VP Bob is the VP now. He's rising quickly. He's got the the card to access the executive washroom. Oh my god. He's walking with some other sort of you know, douchey eighties eighties
0: business guy. Yeah, walking the halls, flashing his new access card, and then we find ourselves in the swank. <laughs> Uh, Executive washroom Mm -hmm. where he's talking all manner talking shit about all types of shit.
1: He's calling him a pussy and he's he's like, "Hey, he's old. We're
0: young. That's life." And then and then we quickly learn from uh, from some like goonish acting bumbles in
1: the background (laughs) that that Jones is in there wiping his ass. Everyone starts scrambling out of the bathroom, and then Jones, yeah, Jones steps out of the stall. He's taking a dump. As Jones (laughs) leaves the stall, uh, Bob's uh, douchey buddy kind of stops, like forces himself. Mid piss to stop to run to. He runs out. He's got like a big pee stain on the, on the front of his <laughs> suit pants. Awesome. I never noticed that until like this most recent uh, viewing. Like,
0: I don't want to be here for, for this. This is gonna be terrible. Oh
1: god! Um, but so Jones and Morton have like a big bathroom showdown. You know. I used to call the old man names. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I used to call the old man names too when I was a young guy. <laughs> yeah. Iron butt. Boner. <laughs> One time I even called him asshole. Oh, <laughs> he's man. like, but there was always respect. Obviously. Um, and that's and that is
0: that's what well, here's here's what though. Like was calling the old man an asshole any worse I guess I don't know maybe it's the the idea that bob was saying that jones was over the hill and out of touch and yeah. has been and didn't deserve his rep like really taking digs at his character as opposed or his reputation Perhaps.
1: as opposed to just calling I mean man. I will say there was no like mutual respect from bob towards dick Yeah but I mean is it is it just the fact that it it, it wasn't simple name
0: calling it was you were it was like character assassination Yeah yeah, I, yeah, And that is the line, because Jones says, you just fucking crossed the line, buddy.
1: <laughs> well, he does. Jones is telling Morton, basically, like, I had already lined up all these military contracts for Ed 209 for 25 years. Like, right. it didn't matter if it worked or didn't work as long as the program didn't get abandoned, right. which it kind of now has been. Right. Like, it shows, I guess, that where Dick Jones's mindset is at is that I don't care if the crime ends or doesn't end like what's good for business is what we need to be focused on. You've got to find business. You get good, good business, business is where, you, where can you can find it. it. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's probably advantageous if the ed 209s are always breaking because then they're always getting fixed by OCP. Exactly. Because they were talking about it's a, it's a like recycling parts, everything. It's like, that's all going to belong to us. And I think, you know, uh, for his part, Morton doesn't seem to really grasp that. And he's just like happy that RoboCop is right. It seems to be a success or it's at least led to his success within right. the company. But God, there's this weird moment where, yeah, he's talking all that shit. Then he sort of goes and like softly runs his hand through Bob's hair. Yeah. He and was, then snatches a handful he, so of that he, hair. It sort of starts to
0: remind him. He's like, okay. remember, you know, when the old man's gone, I'm number two yeah. around here. Like who is simple math? Like who's going to be in charge? And, and yeah, you'd better hope that there are no problem. And this is, this is the phrase he starts calling Robocop. He starts referring to it as Bob's bastard creation. And then, yeah, there's this weird, this is the first, I think the first one of these real alpha male posturing moments in this movie. And there are a few, but yeah, this weird, like caress of his hair before he grabs a handful and he's smith. like, you just fucked with the wrong guy or something. And he's like, which, and this is like to see, By all accounts, like Ronnie Cox's roles, yeah, you were saying were like these, you know, sort of dad do-gooder type father figure roles. And this this was like a real step outside of the box for him. And he nails it. So I wonder if it was like one of the situations, I don't know if you've ever heard that story about, um, on the set of, uh. Of uh, trading places like the one of the very last scenes when they're all at the New York Stock Exchange. And it's after um, I can't remember uh, Ralph Bellamy's character has the heart attack uh-huh. and the, they're like, he's having a heart attack. And, yeah. and, and Don Amici yells, fuck him, turn the machines back on. That Before they shot that scene, he called the whole set to a standstill, uh-huh. apologized that he was about to use coarse language. Really? Yeah, he's like a class act. Yeah, he's like he's like. I doubt that Roddy Cox did that for some reason. No, I don't, no, I don't deliver, see. It. He delivers this line with some relish. It's
1: like when you see John Lithgow like going bad. It's yeah. like, oh, he's like a he's like a dad. He's like, you've yeah, got,
0: you've got you've got chops, my friend. <laughs> um, I don't know about you. If if anyone grabbed my hair like that. I I probably it probably would have been something akin to what Bob does. I would have latched. I would have out. I would have pushed back. I don't know if there would have been a punch thrown. There's just something about someone pulling your hair, hair. like putting you in that like
1: vulnerable space, like that. Yeah. Could you imagine at at a (laughs) job? Could you imagine at your job if your boss pulled your hair? (laughs) <laughs> Can't imagine that. It's like, un, it would be unheard of. Your boss would get this yeah. in 2019. Yeah. That would be like instant firing. Yeah. Instant firing. Um, But anyway, yeah, Morton's reaction is just like, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. Which is about the reaction. I feel like I'd have. I, I, would, I don't know that I'd get violent. I I feel like I'd, I'd be jumping across at somebody and
0: I'm not like, I'm not like that, but there's just something just even thinking about like
1: it. if someone put their finger in your chest, it'd be different than yeah. like that. Yeah. If it's, it's something about, someone touching your head i don't know what it is anyway that was such an odd move but it oh, was yeah. it was like that because
0: it's it's like it's tender but it's it's showing it's like i you're know, like what's happening I right
1: can, now I and can, then yeah. yeah like i am clearly in charge and there's nothing Like i can make your life good or i can make your life terrible you'd better pray that that unholy monster of yours
0: doesn't fuck it up. (laughs) And, and so, yeah, there's that, that, it's just,
1: what a great scene between those two guys. So then we cut back to the precinct where Robocop is, uh, like in rest mode, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, and he's, but he's having some sort of like a dream, a screen saver is up, but he is active. <laughs> yeah. He's got, he's having a dream about his own murder and he's like seeing flashbacks of his family, I guess, and all this. And it's like, he's thrashing around and there's little meters that are needles yeah, jumping yeah, his, and all his,
0: that. his EKG or whatever. They've got him hooked up to is off the charts. Mm-hmm. I
1: think there's a thing on the commentary where they say at first they had the scene without the meter, the little mm-hmm. needles that looked like a like a seismograph, right. like measuring yeah. earthquake yeah, or whatever. Exactly. And they first had it without that, and then it wasn't really working. And then they. Inserted the thing of the needles moving around, and like it just made the scene all work. Oh, totally. Now it's yeah. awesome. I would love to. So be, like, neat. What like, if we, what if we added in the the, the little graph, the EKG <laughs> machine? It's like,
0: yeah, let's do that. That sounds. Awesome. Yeah, it's like amazing the process of how a movie comes to be. And so yeah, in the, the final, the final little scene of flashbacks that he sees is uh Clarence shooting Murphy in the in the head and yep. killing him, and the thing flatlines.
1: It flatlines, <laughs> and he and Robocop snaps awake. He comes online, fully online, has brought himself online. He pops up, and he like going to go out on on duty and the techs are trying to stop them but they can't And yeah, no one knows what's going on people are frantically looking at printouts mm-hmm. um and, uh, and on. the scientists really suck right like yeah. they were not paying attention to what was happening were they watching I'd buy that for a dollar all the like, <laughs> I don't know like, all the needles were jumping around and like the monitor was showing what he was dreaming about and like they were just not they I were
0: oblivious like that, that that happens in so many movies where whoever is supposed to be watching the monitor like it's it's like every, every movie that you've ever seen where somebody's in a hospital bed and there's a cop supposed to be guarding whoever's in the hospital bed and he's flirting with the nurse and they're watching uh, Yeah, he's like going to use the bathroom it's like in dick tracy happens (laughs) to the godfather It's it's like every movie people are doing what they shouldn't
1: which i think in 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 their defense that is real life like no one's ever doing their job the way they're supposed to speak for yourself man (laughs) sorry boss (laughs) um but no yeah he's like storming out uh what do we got like lewis sort of tries to stop him yeah or she approaches him and she's like murphy it's you right and, and he's he, he sort of freezes doesn't he yeah well she i think she or she's like what's
0: your name she approaches him and he's like like, I'm Robo. Basically, I don't have a name. It's like my name. I don't have anything. And she's it's like, it's like, Murphy, it's you. And he stops. He stops and starts moving backward at that point. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's trying to take uh. stock of what she's just said. Like, you can see whatever human brain is still involved in, in the thought processes of the robot is is now compromised fully, I think, is like, oh. But shit. he still
1: leaves. Is that when he gives the line, like, somewhere a crime is happening? Or I something. Think so, and, he, yeah. and he, when he yeah. walks on out of there, and of course, the scientists, the technicians who had dropped the ball, they're like, what, what did you, you say to what him? Did you do? Like, somehow this was your fault You're that, he's, that he's storming out of here. Yeah. Like, she had the nerve to talk Get to him. Fucking life, asshole. Um, yeah. But it's probably realistic. Like, everyone's trying to pass the buck, I feel like. Now, Morton arrives because they called him when when shit hit the fan with RoboCop and he's arguing with Lewis about who basically who and what RoboCop is. Right. And I sort of feel like that's almost like the crux of what the movie is about. Absolutely. Like are you the man you were before or are you something new? Like, I feel like Morton's position is he's a product, right? He is contractually obligated. Like He's just an, he's a machine. He's an item that belongs to the company. And she's like, no, he's a policeman. He had a wife and a kid and all that stuff. Yeah. Not anymore though. But I feel like that's the, and that's the struggle that's going on inside of RoboCop. It's like, what am I? Yeah. It's kind of awesome. Um, so the the technicians they want to take him off line because for a he while. Had a dream, and Morton is like he well, as you know he's been being threatened, I guess, by Dick Jones, right? right. If something goes wrong with it's RoboCop, been
0: rough, it's been a weird afternoon for Bob Morton.
1: So he yeah he's feeling the, the the pressure, like he can't have anything go wrong with the RoboCop program, right? Which should be all the more reason to take him offline and figure it out. You but, would think? But he wants to just I guess let it ride. Um, what is one evening going to make over the course of forty
0: days of cleaning up? crime yeah. in Detroit. At this point, bring him in and wipe that memory, right? Like, would yeah. you?
1: Yes, reset him.
0: Absolutely. Hard restart <laughs> on RoboCop tonight. Please.
1: But so, RoboCop's out cruising, and he spots Emil, the guy, uh, the bad haircut. The, the asshole doctor from ER. <laughs> yeah, he's that, that's the only other thing I know him from, which was you? basically the same character. Same role, same role just different no wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> because he's rocking a bolo tie, uh, oh God, what, a tank so top, awesome. and a leather vest There's or this, something.
0: The skull and cross Bones bolo tie, rolling up to the gas station, making fun of the
1: attendant who's studying plane geometry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you He's a like, college boy? You are smart, you think you can outsmart my bullet? <laughs> and it's like, that is kind of the, I think the mindset of um, a lot of Americans now is like, yeah. whatever, wh- you can have your book smarts, but I got guns. I'm going to shoot you. Okay. God. Yeah, it's, it's uh, bizarre. Um, again, though, it's like, I give credit to whoever Came up with these ideas because they a lot of them have come oh, to pass. I think it's a fallacy, though, to assume that America hasn't been like this all along. That's true, I we're guess. Just, now we're just, just seeing it out in the open. More people and more guns.
0: Yay, freedom! <laughs> oh,
1: so anyway, <laughs> so RoboCop sort of steps in, he stops the guy, and he tells him he drops the dead or alive. Dead or you're alive, coming you're me. coming with me. And oh, that this is awesome. That triggers Emil's
0: memory. I know you. We killed you exactly. He's and like he's freaking out. Like Emil is
1: freaked out. He's like ah yeah. He's totally freaked out. He's he's shooting all his guns and RoboCop. Unloving. What's weird is RoboCop's not shooting back. But I think the fact that Emil told him like we killed you that sort of like Murph or like lewis it froze him in you his can tracks see he again. He plays
0: the body language well of being conflicted about what to do because now he's trying to process what he's saying. And I think even in like his recording mind recording
1: he's replaying yeah. the yeah or he's recording he's what Emil is what saying.
0: Emile <laughs> Also everyone in this movie this is this is the first that we start to see that everyone in this movie is really quick to confess. <laughs>
1: Very much so.
0: <laughs> Emile immediately confesses to a
1: crime. We I feel you. like oh, I feel like the fact that RoboCop really did just sort of freeze there for probably 30 seconds like to me that's the big moment where Murphy's consciousness and RoboCop's yeah. consciousness are colliding. Yeah, well, yeah, I think so. It, or at least on the verge. Like where he's, he's see. fully conscious, not like in a dream. He hasn't, he hasn't fully. And remember, he's, like, he's like, I half remember this. And yeah, exactly. So the dude, he, he like severs a, I think a bullet, maybe hit a gas line. Oh, and a straight bullet hits the gas line. College guy runs
0: off. Gas is squirting mm-hmm. everywhere. And Emil kind of chucks a cigarette, uh, <laughs> like, a. Uh, and Emil chucks a cigarette. Near toward, the leaking gas. Yeah, yeah and rides gas. off on a motorcycle. Yeah. And, and then we get a, a pretty nifty bit of special effects with that explosion. It's a hella huge explosion. And whoever's in the suit
1: is man, right I guess, that in point. the fire almost. Yeah, like right next to it. it looks, I mean, I presume that's a real person, not like a fantastic. robotic thing, but no. it was so close to the fire. Just walking
0: with the flames right there. It looks amazing.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. It is awesome. I didn't even like, I don't think I noticed it or recognized it until I was watching the blu-ray and i was like holy crap there's a guy in there unbelievable yeah it's awesome can you imagine because um, they were already talking about
0: how hot it was in the suit oh yeah like it was because you're in dallas in the summertime and now you're in the suit at night in dallas
1: with fire <laughs> standing next to yeah, a okay. huge gas explosion okay nuts and um so RoboCop like shoots at Emil's motorcycle as he rides off and makes him crash. Right. It's a pretty epic motorcycle crash. Yeah, that, there's no yeah, way very, that was a real human. I don't think uh, doing the crash. I feel like it must have been a dummy. Uh, uh, I don't know. That seems some, like a, some people take some pretty nasty. Uh, <laughs> that is cool. I'm gonna have to rewatch it and try yeah, to see should, if I can figure it out. Yeah, it's pretty a rad. Check it out. Um, but RoboCop grabs him, you know, and he's like. He takes him, hauls him into jail, I guess. Right. And then RoboCop's, like, bursting into the the big, like, mainframe, the server yeah, room so at OCP headquarters, or? Like, OCP, so all of this, the
0: interaction coming out the, the dream sequence, the interaction with Lewis, and then it was the interaction with Emil, like you say, have sort of fully, like, woken him up. Mm-hmm. But he's like... I need answers. Like worlds are colliding. Right. So he busts up in the OCP mainframe. That interface
1: needle comes out. Yeah. That's our first time seeing that. He like clenches his fist and this big like needle shoots out of his fist. Six, six inches. Oh yeah. Scary. Gnarly.
0: Plugs himself into the mainframe flick of the wrist and Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) 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 he's, so yeah, he sees what he sees. He finds Emil. He finds Emil. Then Emil's known accomplices. Right. And he sees. Uh, he sees, he sees the other Joe faces. Leon, men, men, and finally. And Bodicker. Clarence Bodicker. Yeah, and then he sees like that you know wanted sheet. and like suspected in the murders of all this huge list of people. Last on the list is Murphy. Alex Murphy. And then he, I think, he hears Lewis's voice again in his head saying, "Murphy, it's you." And that sort of he he looks at Murphy's address right, and then he's um. He cruises over to Murphy's old house. Right. Which is for sale. It's like on the market. And doesn't the neighborhood sort of seem
0: abandoned as he's driving through it to you? I
1: don't know if the whole neighborhood did, but his house was certainly ramshackle. I
0: always got the vibe that, and this is, you know, after the civil rights movement and after, you know, Detroit kind of started going to hell because of white flight and you know horrendous racism <laughs> across endemic across the entire United States you know th- there was this you know flee to the suburbs by mm-hmm. you know, the, the white population of Detroit and so there's something about him like riding through that neighborhood that suburban neighborhood and not yeah. seeing anybody out there I was like oh it's kind of eerie but then yeah rolling up to the house and
1: and the house seems like maybe squatters have been in there or something because the house is just kind of trashed there's, inside. There's detritus everywhere it's like dead flowers on the fireplace which I could see that And then there's also like just broken dishes and like burned burned stuff on the the, counter. Broken like world's greatest dad or whatever coffee mug, and then
0: just yeah, like shit that's literally been caught on fire sitting on the mm-hmm.
1: kitchen counter for no reason. So, but as he's wandering through the home, he's having these flashbacks of like Murphy's old life in that house. Like he's near the, the TV room or whatever. And right. he's, and he flashes to his son watching the TJ laser show. And then he's in the bedroom and he in, imagines his wife and him like sharing a, a tender moment a tender and what he had like the sun at Halloween or something. And then right, taking was, a Polaroid. Right. And he, fi- and he finds the, the Polaroid and all that burned out garbage. Right. So that's sort of like, I think really things are clicking for him. Right. Like I, was this guy yeah. or I lived here in it's, a previous life. life. Right. Yeah. And you can see why it would rattle him. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Absolutely. Um and so you can well I, I, again, it's like, you know, in any movie where the secret like in total recall or whatever, it's anything, like something yeah. like that. Like where you've you've come or out born of a identity dream, where you yeah. come out of a dream and you are not who you think you are. It's yeah. like what is going on?
1: So you know, after everything went smoothly for RoboCop in our last episode and this one, like there's starting to be glitches in them in the Matrix, if you will. That's right. Um, and we just got to wait until that's, the next
0: go that's around a great analogy. He doesn't realize that. Yeah. Like there's this whole other world that that he is part of. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Man, that's this
1: movie was like really pretty, pretty
0: advanced. It's, it's a really good story. They did a really good job telling like telling something that could have been super campy and. Over the top, and they could have done it really poorly, but it's really tastefully done for the subject matter. Yeah, because you could you could explain the movie.
1: Well, there's this robot cop, right? And people would immediately roll their eyes. And I it, think they were even toying with we need to change the title because the title is just too too right. cheesy. As it, would, it would have been akin
0: to like trying to explain Game of Thrones to people for the first time, or Walking Dead, which I did agree. Like, all right, so there's zombies, but it's really about relationships.
1: Yeah, I know it is. It's <laughs> like it's, it's about this robot robot cop, but all right, wait. It's really about like I'm it, on board. Is he is he a man or is he a machine? Yeah, no, it's it's dope. So we're gonna find out in our next exciting episode. Like I know, like things are starting to pick up here. That's right. In the penultimate chapter of the (laughs) Romans. Penultimate coming your way next. All right. Well, we'll be back.